Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Tuesday, start to say Wednesday, Tuesday morning. And I uh, hope you uh, woke up and uh, ready to hit the day running. And uh, I know a lot of kids are, and teachers are excited because this is their last day before the Thanksgiving break. So uh, I'm sure they are uh, on cloud nine right now. I, I wouldn't want to be a teacher today because I would say those kids are hyper and they're bouncing off the walls this morning. So uh, keep your teachers in prayer today so they, they don't chuck, choke one of your uh, curtain climbers. <laughs> Good morning, Miss Mousy. But uh, uh, so I'm sure everybody's excited. Uh, looking forward to a little time off and time with family. With that said, and of course I said this yesterday, just keep in mind uh, in your prayers uh, not to try to and everybody's excited, and I'm not trying to bring anybody down. My no stretch of mind. Be, be Debbie Downer. I don't know if anybody ever watched that on Saturday Night Live. Every time everybody be fun and excited, exciting, she would always come in with something dreadful and dreary and just, you know, bom, 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 bring everybody down. And, you know, it just made everybody miserable. So I'm not trying to do that. But just it, when, when you're praying, uh, when you're spending, hopefully you're spending time in prayer every day. Uh, if you win your prayers, just think about our military, our first responders, our police officers who have to be away from their families. Uh, on this Thanksgiving holiday, and uh, even retailers, but I mean, but you know that what I'm talking about here, and and particularly those uh, who are who have lost loved ones, uh, that uh, the holidays are particularly tough, and uh, keep them in your prayer too. So I'm not trying to not trying to be a downer, but but I do hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving, a happy one, and you know, make sure you wear your stretchy pants so that you can uh, eat uh, to your heart's content. This is the one time of the year that uh, the sin of gluttony is. Uh, <laughs> Is people try to justify and uh, eat to you're miserable, and I, I am uh, no different. I, I mess up and eat way more than I should. So, but such is life. But anyway, uh, I just want you to turn your Bibles to Proverbs chapter. Well, let's see. Let's bring it up here. Proverbs chapter. My mind went blank on. What's the matter with me this morning here? Hold on. Just brought this up. Twelve fifteen. My mind went blank on Proverbs twelve fifteen. We're going to look at this verse here, and of course, this is a little little meme here. But this one, let's look at it here. That the actual verses from the King Jimmy says, "The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise." So, as my old daddy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. So, what we're looking at here, uh, we were looking at people who have a self righteous attitude. Now. We've all come in contact with these kind of people. Uh, you know, no, they can't, uh, they must be the most miserable of all people because they have such a self righteous, high minded attitude that uh, they think, you know, they're constantly looking their nose down at us. And, uh, you know, I, over the years, I just posted uh, music, you know, stuff that, you know, I think makes you feel good and fun, tap your foot too. But because it wasn't Southern Gospel, Chuck Wagon Gang, Smack Your Leg and Point kind of music, Oh, but yeah, they went off on me. You're listening to the devil's music. Well, now, first of all, I don't want to do anything because he made a stumble. And, and if that's a sin to you and it bothers you, then that is a sin for you and you shouldn't do it. If it's something like it bothers you, then don't do it. Uh, I, on the other hand, I, I enjoy secular music. Uh, I realize there may be a majority uh, that uh, are not saved. Uh, but I do believe that God gave them the gifts and talents uh, that they have and for us to enjoy. And obviously, you know, you want to listen to something that's purely demonic and, and has, uh, in fact, when I was growing up, Dad done a lot of exposés on backward masking. In fact, I remember when I was a teenager, me and some friends, uh, uh, we went to, uh, to a 
was at one of their homes, and they were they were turning the the, the record backwards of another one busted dust, and it, it kept saying it, it kept saying smoke marijuana, smoke marijuana. But anyway, I um, so you know I realized that there are certain like Stairway to Heaven. I've had to tell people not to play that at weddings or funerals and things, and it's it's got some uh, some evil demonic meanings, and so you know things like that. You you've got to be obviously self aware, but you know I enjoy I'm I'm kind of a eclectic in my music styles i love jazz i love bluegrass uh, i love classical uh, i love rock i love 80s music is my favorite you know and uh, so you know i enjoy music but you got people out there who think with their legalistic ideas you know if you, you know they, they, you got people out there uh, just like the pharisees sadducees you know they, they try they thought that uh, they were going to get into heaven by their good works and on their own merit and uh so they they adhered to the mosaic law and they thought that was going to get them into heaven and likewise you have people today who are so legalistic keeps people out of churches you know you'd be surprised the amount of people who've come to our church because another church turned them away because they had a t-shirt on i just that, that blows my mind i I cannot imagine standing at the door and saying, well, you, you would fit in here. You'd be more welcome down the church. And I, hey, we're glad to have them. But I just can't imagine anybody sitting there and saying, hey, you can't come in. That's just it, it's crazy. You know, and, and I tell people all the time at our church, I know our church ain't perfect. I don't, I'm not trying to act like it is. But, I mean, it just, uh, I get tickled, though. I tell people, hey, come to church. And, and you know, I'll have, like, say, like his sweatshirt. I'll say, hey, this is how I preach. Well, they look at you like, yeah, right. And they come in. I've had these people do this many times throughout the years, even before I was in the ministry. And they come into our church and they look around, they'd be dressed up, and they look around and say, they literally come to me and say, You were right, we can wear whatever we want to. I said, Well, I tried to tell you. But they, you know, but there's some people out there, they think that that you have to dress a certain way, you have to look a certain way, you have to act a certain way, and and, uh, and if you don't adhere to those guidelines, then you're awful. You you you're not saved. You're not you know that's crazy, man. God looks on the heart. He don't look on the outward appearance as man does. God looks on the heart. That's all He cares about. And it, it's a crazy thing that our salvation is a free gift from God. It's nothing that we can't earn on our own. Nothing we can do on our own. It is a free gift to God. But man wants to apply things to that. Uh, in order, because they think that's going to gain them entrance into heaven. They think, well, uh, if I, you know, I, 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 some of these people I get tickled at with some of these self-righteous attitudes, and I say, well, uh, and I'm not saying not everybody, you know, I'm just, you know, there's some people who don't do Facebook or social media, and they just don't don't want it. You know, it's not not about self-righteous attitude. That's great. That's fine. You know, in fact, if it wasn't for the ministry, I'm really not real sure that I would even have one. But uh, but there's some people, but there are others out there. Well, you know, they, you tell they got this high-minded, self-righteous attitude. Say, well, yeah, well, you you can find this on Facebook. Oh, I don't do Facebook, and I don't watch television, and I don't, you know, as if they're, you know, as if their stuff don't stink, you know, like, oh, please, I'm not like you people. I'm righteous. You know, you know what I'm talking about, man. You know, you all know exactly what I'm talking about. You know the people, if you put something on social media that they're, they're on there, or the keyboard warriors, I can't believe you've done that, brother or sister. Now, obviously, you know, I, and I there's things people can put on there that if it's ungodly and in a Christian in a loving way uh, to privately confront that person. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, in fact, I, I've had to do that for it. There's an individual, he's went on home to be with the Lord now, and he, I, I believe that he was saved. I believe that he was a Christian. But he was putting some pretty risque uh, photos of women and things on, on social media. And uh, I privately contacted him. I said, hey, you know, uh, thank you, Robert. Uh, uh, 
for those later on, I, I upload this to my podcast for those who can't see what I'm what I was talking about. Uh, Miss Mousy, uh, she put good morning, Matt and Robert Help it. I love Fountain Life. So for those who are listening and are not watching, you'll know what I'm talking about. But anyway, um, but he was he's put some things on there. So I privately messaged him and said, Hey, look, brother, you know, I, I, as a as a brother in Christ. I feel like we need to keep each other accountable, and uh, I, I just feel like this is hurting your testimony as a Christian. Well, you know, he got mad at me, and he took me off his Facebook. He got mad. Well, uh, it was sometime after that, uh, he ended up coming a, a like a, a chaplain in his apartment complex, and he contacted me. Uh, it's been a while. He said, "You know what?" He said, "I initially got mad at you." But he said, I so appreciate that you cared enough to say something. And that meant a lot to me because it really hurt me that he got mad. Because I, I was only trying to do something, you know, and I've had people keep me accountable. In fact, I, I wrote uh, something uh, about uh, UT football, but uh, how to care much for, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, guacamole pass. And uh, and somebody didn't like what I said. And, and in context, more I looked at it, like, well, maybe that wasn't portraying a Christian attitude. And I thanked him. I said, hey, look, I ain't blowing smoke. I appreciate you. Keep me accountable. So, see, I mean, nobody's perfect, you know. And uh, so sometimes we need that accountability. But when you're when you're leering down your nose at somebody else, you know, it's just like uh, about the um, in, in that uh, when Jesus was talking about there was a man who was just downtrodden, and he was like, "Oh God, uh, you know, please forgive me for what I've done." And I think we've all been there, you know. Oh, we've messed up. We're like, "Oh God, please," you know. You just feel like you just should lay flat on the floor because you're not even worthy to even say God's name, to even say the name of Jesus. You feel so horrible. And But Jesus talking about in this instance, this man was like that. He was so, so, uh, felt so horrible for something he had done. And he had this, this Pharisee, and he just looked down and said, oh, I'm so glad we're not like this guy. And, you know, you got people like that out there say that, that think they're so, so spiritually uh, uh, superior. They look around like, oh, my God, my sins aren't as bad as this person. I'm so glad that uh, I'm not like this individual, you know. And and so they they've got this high mindedness. And I'm telling you what, God's got a way to really humble people like you. And I'm telling you, you think that you're above that? You think you're above reproach? You think you're above certain sins? You better watch out, because we got that's got to come. Uh, that's got a way of coming back and biting you in the rear end. I'm just telling you right now. And uh, uh, Robert says sometimes our pastor must lead his sheep in the correct path. Thank you, Robert. But um, so that's what we're talking about here. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. So you got these foolish people out there who think their own self-righteousness, their own goodness is going to merit them entrance into heaven. Unless you made a profession of faith, unless you accepted Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, that's the only way to get into heaven. And there may be people out there who have made that profession of faith, but they've taken it a step further in this legalistic ideas and, and this uh, high-mindedness that says, oh, well, I'm, you know, look at me. I'm super creepy. You got pastors like it, man. I, I, there's a lot of pastors I can't stand to be around because they act so super spiritual and everybody should look at me. You know, I can't stand that, man. I hate that. I've always hated that. And I've worked hard to to be myself and to not be fake to a detriment. And the reason why I say that to a detriment, uh, I think sometimes I, re I have revealed too much of myself on social media. I have uh, been maybe a little too real in regards to debates or, or talk, how I talk to people on social media. And I think it has hurt my ministry and it, it has hurt individuals. And that's something I've tried hard to, to, to scale back on because I don't want to do anything to cause uh, reproach upon the church or, or, or on God or drive anybody away. And I think that, um, you know, we can be real but we can be real to a fault. I mean, you know, we need to be ourselves, but we got to be careful not to be 
too much of ourselves and we're, we're showing an attitude of, of, of the flesh and not so much of a godly attitude. Now, if there is a blatant wrong that you feel needs to be corrected and somebody's maybe putting heresy on there and uh, online and really putting down God and the Lord's laying in your heart, hey, yeah, I need to speak up. This is wrong. That's one thing. But when you get on there like I have and I've got smart with people and, and uh, instead of correcting them in, in a godly way, I, I've been a, a jerk about some things and I really feel bad about that because you can't go back and, and change that. But all I can do is say that I'm sorry and, and try to do better. But and that's all any of us can do. But, you know, uh, just realize we're all fallible and we all mess up. And uh, and this is what we're talking about here. But he that heareth here, I'll get out here in a second. But he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. So you have people who think they, they know it all and are self-righteous and they, they don't want to listen to anybody if it's a contrary view. Not really, and we see that today, whether you're a Christian or not, people don't want to hear a contrary view at all. They want to shout you out. They want to quiet you. They want to silence you. They're on maybe all social media. They don't want to hear any view that's contrary to what they think, but a wise person will seek the right counsel. And we have to be careful who the counsel we seek. If we are seeking counsel from friends who are in the world that are not of God, and you're a Christian, well, they're going to lead you down the wrong path. Well, guess what? If their father's not God, their father's the devil, and they're going to lead you down the wrong path. And uh, just like, um, oh, my mind's went blank. Uh, was it uh, Solomon's son, uh, Rehoabeth? I can't remember his name. Now, mine's went blank. But anyway, uh, when his father died, he said, um, you know, he, he, he talked about how he was going to do things his way. So seeking counsel from elders and, and people with, with some wisdom and age. He was seeking counsel from his own buddies, and he was just a tyrant. People hated him, and uh, he was nasty and mean. So we have to be careful. Maybe, you know, uh, it's sometimes to, it's easy to surround ourselves with people who believe and think the way we do. And you see it a lot on social media. And uh, and that's, there's not I'm saying that's ungodly or wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes maybe we need to make sure we're seeking counsel from the right direction. Maybe we need to seek counsel from someone who is older and wiser, who's had more experience than us, an elder at church, a deacon, uh, you know, the pastor or whatever it may be, you know, someone who, who can uh, have a voice of reason. Because you can surround yourself by like-minded people, and if there's something you're wanting to do or desiring, they're there they're right to encourage you, but if you haven't spent that right time of prayer seeking the right counsel from God and seeking out the uh, what is right in God's eyes, you can you can be easily led down the wrong path. So let's make sure we're seeking wise counsel and advice from the right people and that are leading us in the path of righteousness and not and be uh, and listen to something that, that you may not like in opposing view. But however, now when I say that, I'm talking about in spiritual matters in a godly way, there may be a view that we have we think is right, just like they, the Pharisees said, she thought circumcision is what you had to do in order to merit your salvation. Just like today, we have people who think you had to be baptized. We say, in both are wrong, in both categories. It's only accepted Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, is going to gain you entrance into heaven. So make sure we're, 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 if we are hearing something that we're like, well, wait, that's not how I believe, it's not what I'm truly let. If, it's in, if somebody can show you biblically, what God's word says, that's what we need to listen to. The reason why I make a point of that, because you have those in the world says, well, you need to listen to my viewpoint, and they're trying to sway you to what they think is right. And, and maybe sometimes it is good to hear an alternate viewpoint without, and, and without, that way you know what the other person is thinking, believing, without uh, uh, changing your, your convictions and your standing in the word of God. 
But uh, after you hear them out, say, well, let me tell you what the Bible says about this. Now, that's that's why we have to approach those kind of things, because the world will say, well, you need to be accepting of alternative lifestyles. You need to be accepting of this, this, that, or the other. And uh, we don't need to listen to that, because we know that's ungodly. So when I'm talking about seeking that wise counsel, make sure it is adhering to the, to the it is founded and based on the scriptural foundation of our beliefs. And if you, even though we may have been raised a certain way in church, if God, you know, you know, just because you're raised in church, don't mean that you were being taught and right. Well, Pastor So and So was a great man, and he might have been the greatest man in the world. He might have been the most sincere man in the world. And you can be very sincere, but you can also be very wrong too. And you may have been brought up, and this guy might have been uh, 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 misinterpreting a passage of scripture, and uh, it might take some out and say, "Hey, you know." That's not really what that pastor saying. Let me explain to you. You may be like, no, I don't want to listen. But that's not being. That's not showing wisdom. If you're saying, well, let me see what God's word says. Pray about that. I think, well, you know what? Maybe I, that wasn't uh, right. How uh, what I hear? Because you know, we can. Growing up, uh, like I said, I've watched people give my dad dirty looks because of the length of his hair. Uh, I, I remember I told my wife even when I was dating. I, mean, I dreaded because my hair used to be really long, and I dreaded meeting somebody's dad because, and particularly if they were ex-military. And uh, I remember several times sitting in the living room, and the, I used to hate it when the girls was to pick up from a date and go, oh, I got to go finish putting my makeup on or go do something. And I'm stuck there alone with this guy. And I've had him be like, you know, just, I mean, he wouldn't even acknowledge me because of the length of my hair. So that's just stupid. You know, people get caught up on the stupidest things in the world. And uh, they don't focus on what is important, and that is where your heart is with Jesus Christ. That's what's important. So if you have a, a sense of self, you know, of self righteousness, being on that high horse, you better be praying for God to give you a, a sense of humility and not high mindedness, but of lowliness. Remember, Jesus came. And he was born in a lowly manger. He didn't come here with a self-righteous attitude and say, oh, look at you sorry people. He came here and he tried to show, point them the way to God, point them the way to salvation. Sad thing, you got people out there wanting to justify sin with alternative lifestyles. Well, Jesus loved everybody. No, uh, he had love for people, but he did not condone sin. See, that's the thing. He had love and compassion for people, but he did not condone sin. And that's where people mess up a lot of times. But let us make sure that we're not haughty, make sure that we are showing humility, and that we're seeking the right counsel and the right wisdom from those who have had experience as Christians who can point us in the right direction. And make sure we're surrounded with wise counsel. And uh, sometimes it's hard to do because we are inherently selfish people, and we, we think we know what we know, and that's it. But make sure that whatever it is that you are believing, that it is founded in the Word of God, and that it is backed up by Scripture. Whatever you think or do, make sure it's always backed up by Scripture, and, and make sure you're showing humility, and that we always speak that truth in love. We're all sinners. We all mess up, and no amount of works is going to make you any more saved or going to gain you into entrance into heaven. It doesn't matter how good you are. It's about where your heart is with Jesus, so you always keep that in mind. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you. We love you. We praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. <clears throat> Thank you for another opportunity to spread the gospel message. Lord, help us to always show humility. Lord, let us not have a, an, an attitude of self-righteousness. Let us always seek after you. Make sure that everything that we say, do, or think is always founded on scriptural basis. And we're surrounded by those who will give us godly counsel and advice and wisdom. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. 
lead God which will protect us this day. Lord, I know a lot of kids are excited uh, to buy uh, their last day for the Thanksgiving holiday, and I just pray that you will keep them safe. Those teenagers that are on the road, I know they're excited and anxious to get home. Keep them safe, our teachers and bus drivers. Lord, be with those who are uh, having to go through this holiday and, and uh, other holidays without someone they love, and uh, give them peace and comfort during this difficult time. And Lord, let us all have a safe and an enjoyable Thanksgiving holiday. And Lord, be with our first responders, our active military. Let them all know that they are all needed, loved, and appreciated. Be with our president. Give him wisdom, guidance, and discernment. Let him seek you, protect him and his family. Lord, be with this nation. Please touch hearts and minds like never before. And Lord, let him turn to you before it's too late. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You know, I don't know if y'all, how many of y'all got to uh, read the, the article I shared from a mutual friend and uh, about uh, an interesting story about the Titanic, about a pastor on there. And as the ship was sinking, uh, he, he, he was widowed and, and his wife had died. And his little girl, he put on that, that uh, lifeboat and he kissed her with tears in his eyes. And when the boat was breaking apart, seeking, he jumped in the water like so many did. And he had hold of a piece of debris and he'd go to each person. Do you know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior? And some would say no, refuse to accept. Even at that moment, knowing they were going to die, would still refuse Jesus Christ. But yet he would keep going uh, to each person, each person. And who knows how many people got saved as a result of his convictions for Jesus Christ. And here he could have easily stayed with his daughter. Nobody would have said anything about it. But he put uh, uh, others above himself and put his, uh, left his daughter and put those let others go to safety. And uh, I, uh, thank you, Robert. I love you, too. And uh, you and your family. But I, um, uh, I hope that we can all have those same convictions that even in the face of death, we're making sure that we're putting others above ourselves and we're asking those around us, do you know Jesus? And that's what we need to do. That's how we need to leave each and every day is asking others and trying to win souls for Christ with every last breath that we have. And uh, that story really touched me yesterday. So uh, get a chance, go and read that. But uh, just want to, if you want to share these videos and uh, you have friends that might like to watch these, then go to my, add me on their Facebook at Doc Young 77 Oh, that's the wrong one. I'm sorry. That's the one that got canceled. Uh, at, there we go. Dr. Young 77 is where they can find me on there. And uh, if they don't do social media, they uh, upload these to YouTube, Dr. Matthias Young. They can watch on there. Or they can listen on our Apple Podcast, Doc Young Chronicles. Don't cost anything. And I upload our sermons on there. I need to get on the ball and upload a few sermons on there. But uh, So they can also listen on there as well. So hope everybody has a great day, a fantabulous day today. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. Thank you.